0: You're listening to the Ambassador's Voice Podcast. God bless you and welcome to the Ambassador's Voice Podcast, the show centered around Christian behavior and revealing the truth of God's word. I'm Pastor Michael Pedroso.
1: And I'm Lady
0: T. How are you? I'm blessed. And hey. Jesus. That is fantastic. Amen. I'm blessed as well. That's good to hear. Before we go into our episode today, we want to always thank you for joining us. I want to go back to our episode that we had last week in episode 10. We talked about adultery and a man going out and committing adultery, how the Bible talks about he's a fool and he lacks understanding. But I read a scripture in... It was called Ecclesiasticus, chapter 23, and I failed to mention where I found that scripture. I found that scripture in the Apocrypha Bible, which is a Bible that has 81 chapters in it. You can do your own research and find out where the Bible came from, but this is actually a Bible that is back from 1611, the year 1611 that they used also in the 18th century all the way until particular books were removed from the Bible. Um, So I did some research about it and this is why I took the time to research and read from that scripture because that scripture had, i been living back in 1600s or in 1601. This would have been part of my Bible. Um, There's, Another, I think it's 11 or 12 books that were removed from the Bible. And the book of Ecclesiasticus is one of those books, which is part of what we, what they call the Apocrypha Bible. So it was chapter 23 of verse 18 that I used to go along with the discussion that we had last week.
1: What a blessing. It's actually a blessing. It's actually a blessing for you to have come across that information did your research and now we know that there was some things that took place with the bible and the 66 books that we know in king james version it's just not the 66 books it goes yeah. way beyond that and it's just such a blessing that god is you know revealing truth in these last times um that we're living in and it's it's really an eye-opener um and I want to encourage all of you that listen to the ambassadors podcast and any other um, platform um, that is interested in sharing the truth of the gospel, that you that you would do your due diligence, do your research.
0: Yeah. I mean, now keep in mind that these extra or other 12 books, people would call them the lost books or some people may refer to them of the lost books but they were not lost they were rejected or removed from the bible by the catholic church so back in i believe it was this uh 1800s this 18th century was Mm -hmm. when they were removed
1: my god it sounds like they have a they have a knack or should i say a history
0: of removing stuff right and changing things. They Changing things and yeah.
1: doing things that are not necessarily commanded.
0: Well, I mean, this is how or, we came up with Christmas. That's how we came up with celebrating Christmas and celebrating Easter, because the Catholic Church put it into play. All of these implementations,
1: all of these rejections, all of these removals. Why? Mm-hmm. The, the average Christian should want to know why. It should make you curious. It made him curious. It made me curious. And we are definitely on the road to looking more into what was removed or what was rejected. But you got to ask the question, why? Why was it removed? Was there something hidden? Was it something that they didn't want us to know? Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, these books don't these books don't take away from the 66 books that we already know and as a Christian should and are supposed to be living by. So it doesn't take they don't take away from the 66 books that we have known in our lifetime.
1: Okay. well, let me ask. Okay, let me ask that question differently. What would it have exposed?
0: What would it have? Those missing
1: or those rejected or those removed? Books of the Bible, what would it have exposed about mankind, faith, religion, different things that we do and get involved in today pertaining to sin and or pertaining to holy living?
0: Well, I mean, there are there are some discussions in some of the other scriptures that I believe were coming against things that were going on within that time frame of their removal from the cat or by the Catholic church, which is the reason why they removed them to keep whatever they had going on going without it being talked about in the Bible.
1: Isn't there some scriptures in the Bible and maybe particularly in the book of revelation where God talks about, if you add to my word and if you take away from my
0: word, right.
1: dangerous grounds to be treading.
0: if If you add to his word, he will add the plagues to your life. And if you take away from his word, he will take your name out of the Lamb's book of life. My God. So with that being said, we want to thank you for joining us in episode 11 of our wisdom series. We're going to be reading from the King James and the new living translation version for a simpler understanding In today's episode, our scripture comes from Ecclesiastes, chapter 5, verse 1.
1: Ecclesiastes, chapter 5, verse 1, the King James Version reads, Keep thy foot when thou goest to the house of God, and be more ready to hear than to give the sacrifice of fools. For they consider not that they do evil. Ecclesiastes, chapter 5. New Living Translation, Approaching God with Care, verse 1. As you enter the house of God, keep your ears open and your mouth shut. It is evil to make mindless offerings to God.
0: Now, there's a scripture in James chapter 1, verse 19. It says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren... Let every man be swift to hear and slow to speak, slow to wrath. So this is basically telling us when we come into the house of God, we must open our spiritual ears. We need to be in to the message that's being spoken. A lot of times we pay attention to the person that's up there and we get mad at the person that's speaking. But God's word is God's word. It does not change because God says he's the same today, yesterday, and forever. He changed not. So God doesn't change anything in his word from Genesis to Revelation. He tells us to eat the whole roll. So when we're reading the word, we have to take God's word for our learning. The scriptures were written for our learning. So we have to take the scriptures for what we hear, the pastor speaking, and when we hear him speaking, if we can hear him speaking. Because a lot of times in service, you have a lot of amens going on. You have a lot of hallelujahs going on. You have a lot of go ahead and preach going on. You have a lot of say it, amen, and this and that going on. And sometimes you can't hear the message that's being spoken. Sometimes you can't hear and and, and really pay attention in the spirit of what's being brought across that God may be speaking for you to hear to understand that could be a message for you at that time this is why sometimes after service when you ask people what was the message about they can't tell you or they don't remember or they may remember a small part there's scriptures that speak about in Matthew how this plays out when you look at the pastor the pastor is Basically speaking the word and sowing into you, the word of God that he's speaking. So you look at him as the sower. And when you look at yourself, you are, in a sense, the field or the harvest. So whatever you receive or however you receive it, whenever it comes to you, whatever you take in, whatever spiritual state or spiritual position you're in, it falls in Matthew chapter 13 in the scriptures. Matthew chapter 13, 3 through 8. And then it breaks it down and gives you an explanation of what each one is. Further down in Matthew chapter 13, verse 18 through 23. In Matthew chapter 13, verse 3, it reads,
1: Behold, a sower went forth to sow, and when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside. And the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth. And forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns and the thorns sprung up. And choked them, but other fell into good ground, brought forth fruit: some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold.
0: Now further down in that scripture, starting at verse eighteen, God breaks it down. Jesus breaks it down perfectly and gives you ex- explanation of what the parable meant in the scripture. He says, starting at verse 18, hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. This is what we read in Matthew chapter 13, verses three through eight. This is what the explanation is. When any anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received seed by the wayside. But he that received the seed into stony places, the same is he that heareth the word. And a nun with joy receiveth it, yet hath he not root in himself, but dureth for a while.
1: Tribulation and persecution come. For you know how people act. Yeah.
0: For when tribulation and persecution arises because of the word, by and by he is offended. He also that received seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word and the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becometh unfruitful. But he that receiveth seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit, and bringeth forth some an hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. This basically explains it and breaks it down that whatever position or place that we're in, in our heart, in our life, in our relationship with God, whether if we're in God or out of God or just getting into God, Or we have been in God for a while and we're we're striving to enter in at the straight gate and we're listening to the word and we we're hungering and thirsting for righteousness. Then we'll be filled as the word says. So if we depending on what place we are in in Christ, how our life lines up, are we trying to hold on to the things of the world and trying to have God? So this is why we're in a position of the word being choked because we're trying to hold on and we care more about the things of the world. But then we're trying to hold on to God. We care about the different riches and having making sure that we have money and we're going after money and and, and striving to be rich. Or are we in a place to where we're with God? This is what's choking the word out of us and it's causing us to not be fruitful in the things of God, because we're tossed with our decision on if we want to truly serve God one hundred percent or if we want to be halfway and straddle in the fence, if we want to have God and have the world, or are we in a place to where we receive the word on stony ground, which we hear the Word, and we receive the Word with joy, and then when tribulation comes or a situation arises, persecution come. Or whatever the case may be, we are offended because somebody is coming at us because of what we believe in the word of God. Or because we're being tested. We're we're having a trial come along. And now the word is not taking root or not holding because we're not in a place that we need to be in God. Because we get offended at somebody saying something to us about who we are, or who we profess to be in Christ. Your faith is in God, but is it strong enough to deal with any persecution and tribulation that you may face? This is why we have to hear the word that's being spoken. We have to read the word and know the word for ourselves, because how the Bible says that faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God for us to be in a place to where our faith may be shaky or our faith may not be as strong as somebody else. I mean, you have, you have places to where in God, you're straddling the fence. You have somebody who may just be starting out in Christ and their faith is not in a place to where it needs to be. So when, Something comes, a hardship or anything comes, it causes them to doubt. It causes them to want to walk away. It causes them to to wonder, wait a minute, what am I doing? Why am I serving God or this or that? It causes them to doubt what they're doing in their life. Or are we in the position that when the word comes, as it says here, that when we hear the word of the kingdom, we don't understand it. Now, to me, I think that that's somebody that may not be saved because they don't understand what the word of God is saying, or they're probably just getting saved and they don't understand exactly what's going on with the word of God. So they don't really understand it. And the enemy will come and take the word right away from them, because as it says here and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart, the enemy will come and snatch that word right away from them to try and pull them back out of God.
1: But I would say to the babe in Christ, those that are starting out in Christ and and starting out in developing their relationship in Christ, is, even though that they may face different trials or tribulations or mm-hmm. troubles that they come in, I would definitely encourage them to stay with God. Stay the course. Stay the course. Right. Because one thing I do know is that God will not and cannot fail. Right. God will always be the one to comfort you, to grow you in leaps and bounds and stature when it comes to his word. I think many of us, we just fall by the wayside because we don't stay the course. We start looking to other things and other resources rather than the actual
0: source, which is Jesus Christ. Right. I remember, you know, early on in our, our Christian walk that, our pastor told us whenever you're hearing the word and somebody's preaching. Whenever you always saying amen, saying hallelujah, and you're up doing this and, you know, you're shouting and doing this. A lot of times you miss what's being said. But if you're still, if you're listening, if you're hearing to what's being preached and you know God's word by reading it and then you take what you're hearing And you go back yourself and check out what that pastor or whoever it was up there on that pulpit preaching, and you take what they said and you go back and research it for yourself in the scriptures, you learn more. So a lot of times you and I, we would sit in service, we would say amen, or or you know, and agree with the word that's being spoken when we knew it was something that's in the word. But a lot of times we sat quietly to hear what was being preached.
1: A lot of people don't do that. No. Sometimes I think some of us, we just want to be seen. We just want to be heard, or, or we're trying to outpraise somebody in a service when there's really no competition in God. No. Who are we in competition with? No. We not shouldn't at all. be in competition with anyone. But to those that engage in that behavior and those activities, Mm -hmm. you really should learn to study, to be quiet. Right. Especially as a woman. Right. We ought to be seen and not heard. Right. Don't take my word for it. It's It's biblical. Yeah. But we get caught up in what we see going on around us because that's what we're used to. That's what we've always seen. That have always been our experience in church. But just because that's what you used to, it doesn't make it right. Right. Just because that's something that you've always seen and other people do in church Mm -hmm. doesn't make it right. Sometimes you need to just sit in here and listen to the word. You will get more out of the word by sitting and listening to what's being spoken than you being the cheerleader of the minister or the pastor or the evangelist that may be up speaking. They don't need a cheerleader. Mm Mm-hmm. God don't need a cheerleader for the word. He called us to be ambassadors for his word. And he's commissioned us to go out and to preach the gospel and preach repentance. Well, I know sometimes we can get caught up. Well, the word is exciting and I get it. Mm -hmm. We all get excited about that word. Mm -hmm. But let's get excited about hearing the word too. Mm -hmm. And let's be mindful that we may have babes. And other people around us that may not be as seasoned and may not be as mature in their faith that mm-hmm. need to hear that word. But because we feel the need to be outspoken or to be big cheerleaders in the midst of a church service or sermon that's going forward, somebody else could be missing out on the hearing word. the word Right. and at that moment, that is a big injustice to the babe around you. Right. And all of our getting, we need to be getting understanding and we need to use wisdom, especially in these last days.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because there is an enemy that's going about like a roaring lion, seeking, seeking whom, he whom he may, may devour. Them.
0: Right. And the babes are going to be especially one of the first And they're going to be some of the first targets.
1: The... Mm-hmm. But I would say to the, to the experience, to the seasoned, and to those of you that love to be your pastors, cheerleaders, try it sometimes. Listen to the word and be mindful of those that are around you that need to hear that word. Right. And that got a hunger and a thirst for the word because you don't want to be the reason that they missed out on the word because you were super excited about what was being said and the pastor hadn't even finished the scripture or finished the explanation Behind the scripture, you're already saying amen. And you said amen 15 15 times before he can even finish the sentence. Right. I just think that we need to have more mindfulness in the house of God and be mindful as to how we conduct ourselves in the house of God. I have been guilty of that, Mm -hmm. but I've asked God to retrain how I operate in the midst of his people and to keep me sensitive and mindful to those that are around me that need to hear that word as much as I need to hear it
0: and humble. Uh, It's about humility as well. Being in a humble place in God. When you talk about the sacrifices, the true sacrifices that God is looking for from us and not what is talking about in Ecclesiastes chapter five, verse one, that they give sacrifices of fools. The true sacrifices of God is in Psalms 51 verse 17, where it says the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. O God, thou will not despise. I believe if we are in the house of God and if we are in service and we're hearing the word of God and the word That's coming forth because if we're receiving the word a lot of times people can get their deliverance from hearing the word of God But you have to Come before God with a broken spirit When that word is being preached and the word is going forth if your spirit is broken about How your life is lining up or not lining up with the word of God a broken and a contrite heart God will not despise You can get the deliverance you're looking for just by hearing the word. A lot of times people feel like we have to have hands laid on us for us to get delivered. But the word of God itself can deliver you. Amen. I believe that. But we have to be broken and sorry, sorrowful about the things that we do in our life. So many times we pay attention to everybody else. And sometimes when the word comes we rather point the finger at, oh, well, that's sister so-and-so. Or, oh, that's brother so-and-so. Or, oh, that's this guy right here, that that sister right there. What about you? What about you yourself? When the word comes forth, you have to let God show you you in the word. But you first have to be able to hear what's being spoken. So that's what we're talking about today with this episode being able to hear the word of God and not always being in a place to where you're up and you're hooping and hollering and you're doing this and you're doing that, but that you may hear the word of God that's being spoken so you can get your true deliverance from God. Amen.
1: Amen. Can I couldn't agree more?
0: That's all we have for this episode. We would like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, and you'd like to help support the podcast please share it on your social media to catch all of the latest from the ambassador's voice podcast you can follow us on instagram at ambassador's voice one word leave a comment or question at ambassador's voice 549 at gmail.com or listen wherever you hear your podcast thanks again and we'll see you next time on the ambassador's voice podcast
1: thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to these podcast episodes and or series i pray that they are a blessing to you god bless you we love you and keep us in prayer we need your prayers amen
0: be blessed in jesus name